0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The Car Feature
1: with Jacob Moshogwa. Right, uh, 23 minutes to 3 o'clock. And talking cars now with our car enthusiast, Jacob Moshogwa. Jacob, it's it's so good to have you here. And finally, I get to chat you on the radio because I see you on Twitter. I see you on Instagram. I see you. And every once in a while, it's Jacob jumping into the air. You see him, and it's a Porsche in the background, or a Ferrari, or BMW, or whatever it may be. Jacob, how do you get it right?
0: what what do you mean i just like cars ray and it's so nice to be on the radio with you like officially officially
1: yes officially officially all right so let's just cut the pleasantries and all the rest of it. porsche celebrating 20 years of their cayenne i mean you, you you've been investigating haven't you and what did you find
0: so here's the crazy part 20 years ago i don't think anyone would have thought that suvs would be the most common bought or common thought about cars to have as family cars sedans were a big deal so long ago but it's amazing that um at the time apparently late 80s um a big executive at porsche said listen we have to start working on an suv that people are going to buy especially if it has the porsche badge yeah people will definitely buy it and at the time people thought he was crazy and then um, they built something of a trans-Siberia rally-style Cayenne. It was literally just a, a car that was built to take part in this big rally, right? It, it won like six or seven times. And, sure, and and, okay. and that and that just made it such a the, the stamp of approval that Porsche don't only build uh, amazing supercars or or, or or fast cars, they can also build SUVs and they can also build them well. So with the help of the likes of VW, they 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 built uh, the 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 first Cayenne on the on the Touareg platform. And uh, I can't believe that there's been so many generations of of Porsche Cayenne since then. I mean, you drive around the Mm. northern suburbs. I heard you talking to Tawo earlier. You drive around the (laughs) suburbs (laughs) earlier. Every second or third car you're seeing is an SUV, never mind it just being a Porsche Cayenne. So i got to give them kudos on how they thought of a plan many, many years ago. And it's coming into action now. And they launched now a car to honor that. They launched uh, the Platinum Edition Cayenne. Nice new looking, very cool uh, car, and and obviously they got a smaller engine with a lot of hybrid technology. You know, carbon emissions are a thing, and I got a chance to literally blast blast around the Cape in oh, wow. the, the V6 uh, Cayenne, which is a amazing engine. Um, you would think that V8s are the big deal, hey? Yeah, the guy. The, yeah, but now but now they're building cars that are just as strong. Um, they they hold their own weight. It's nothing like a V8 Cayenne from back in the day, mm-hmm. but it's, it's it's everything you need. It's, it's modern technology with um, that, that swag or that coolness that you have as a modern-day dad who's going to work or picking up the kids or maybe even if you're thinking adventurous, you're going on holiday or you want to go skiing or whatever, whatever it is. Here's a car that has accommodated the lifestyle and South Africans alone have accommodated that lifestyle change with SUVs.
1: What's inside though? And I've always wondered this. You see, I'm one of the plebs who doesn't get to drive these cars. I just <laughs> stare and go, oh, nice car, sir. What's inside that makes it special?
0: Um, look, at the end of the day, if you look at the modern day Porsche, it's got this amazing technology where you use everything at a touch of a button. It's got all your bells and whistles around the the steering wheel when you need to control things like volume and Bluetooth and voice command, etc. So so it it has anything and everything that a modern day car would have. Um, I think the added bits that the Cayenne has and that sets it apart from from the rest is that it still has a sporty touch to it. So you okay. uh, You've got an SUV here that just doesn't only rock around here in, in the CBD or, or, or in town, whatever. When you go off-road or when you are going uh, on the longer road and you need the legs to stretch, mm. it, it's got the power it, it needs. It, it's got the power you need as a driver as well. And then the handling as well. So it's it's the technology of a sports car on an SUV. And it's one of those cars that you can't l- look down upon. Uh, the, the, only, yeah. the only thing is the pricing. And, I mean, we can get into that. Well, it's a pl- Porsche. I mean, yeah. what do you expect if you're going to buy a Porsche
1: or, or a Ferrari, or you're going to pay?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's big money. So the the, the starting price of the Platinum Edition is around 1.7 million rand, right? Um, and they go up right right up to about two and a half million rand, and they even get offered in a Cayenne Coupe version. Believe it or not, oh. an SUV that's now built even more like a 911, more like a supercar, wow. and it looks like the, the 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 Cayenne version, the Coupe version. Is actually quite popular these days
1: that's quite something now you, you got to drive the old one cayenne and now you got the new one how's it evolved uh
0: here's one thing they oh. do very well off-road okay. old or new i drove a 2002 uh, e1 cayenne uh, the gts which is a v8 um, it does extremely well off-road. like, And that was the nice part about it. We got to take them both off-road. Mm. And for me experiencing that and then jumping into a modern-day Porsche that does the exact same thing, that for me blew my mind away. So if you're looking at an SUV and, and, and money is not a problem, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with looking at, uh, at the stable of, of Porsche and what they're offering.
1: Yeah, interesting, interesting. Right, we'll be getting to our advice shortly. O Or Also, you can send a WhatsApp voice note. O seven two seven O two one seven O two. Jacob Mashoka will be answering your questions, getting uh, giving you some advice, also evaluations as well. That's the big thing. So, while you do dial, I just have one more question for you. I believe you attended the Audi launching of the new RS3. Now, Audi, there's a car with some grunt and oh, some
0: bullet. There we go. Grunt and bullet is hard yeah. to explain it. Mm. Right? And if you look at what Audi's done over the years, I mean, the five-cylinder engine comes from, again, a, a lot of like rally inspiration. Um, and you would think that with carbon emissions and you would think that uh, how, how things are, are slowing down in terms of fuel technology that Audi would would sort of shy away from that. But here they are. They just completed their RS lineup and the RS3 available in both uh, uh, Sportback and sedan. Uh, they've built another masterpiece of a car. Uh, best way to explain it. It's quick. It's nimble. It sounds the business. It's comfortable. Mm. I, I love the crossover of, of how comfortable the car is. You drive it in normal mode on the highway and it doesn't feel like you got like this beast of a car with what almost 300 kilowatts 290 odd kilowatts Yeah. but then at a touch of a button you put it onto this dynamic mode and then you hear the exhaust pipes pop and, 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 and burble and the car comes alive like <laughs> and, and, and we got a chance to take it around Zwarkorp's raceway and, yeah. and again it's a, it's, a, it's a thrilling experience and what they've done now Audi's always known to be um, amazing with their, with their Quattro system their four wheel yes. drive system now they're allowing you to play around now you can actually turn the car into a two wheel drive system and go sideways on the racetrack. Now, any car person Oh who, really? Yeah, yeah. That, that's always been the stable where, where the likes of BMW have been. Like rear wheel drive, they they do donuts, they burn rubber. Now yes. you can do that in an RS3 and you know how hot it looks when it does it. It's it's oh. one of those things that just you, you can't believe a car that powerful or a car that's from the German stable and I mean mm. the Audi stable, Ingolstadt, can do something like that. So I think that's how they're gonna turn things around. That's how they're going to get people to actually invest in buying these kind of cars.
1: But they've been very clever with that, haven't they? They've been very, very clever. Audi, they've, they've, they've developed their product over the years. It's a, a car that I've watched very closely, yeah. buying one or two throughout the years. A lovely car to drive.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's, that's what they do. They, they, they play on the Audi heritage, especially this five-cylinder heritage. And then you look at the, the the Quattro system that it has. It can still perform around bends and do quite well. And then they got this throw the car sideways system which just changed the game completely the only problem 1.2 1.2 million rand might be a bit too much to buy a car of of that calibre. If you're looking at 1.2 million rand, there's a there's other cars you could obviously be looking at. You could mm. look at BMW's M240. You look at look at um, Audi's. Uh, I mean uh, Mercedes-Benz's A45. So there's a lot of cars to play around in that stable. So if you're spending 1.2 1.3 million rand odd for an Audi, uh, uh, specifically the RS3, it's definitely for the die-hard fans. That's interesting.
1: All right, questions for Jacob O double one eight eight three O. 702. I'd like to hear from you, seeking some car advice perhaps this afternoon. It doesn't have to be about Audis and Porsches and Ferraris. We do talk about the little cars too. I promise you we do. Give us a call. 702. The Car Feature. With Jacob Mushogwa. 12 minutes to three o'clock. Jacob, a question for you. Dear Jacob, which midsize SUV? A Subaru, a CRV, a Sportage, a Tucson, Havel, or CX5? Says Eunice Patel. He's asking of you.
0: Wow. Uh, great lineup of SUVs there. Uh, I, I couldn't be able to pick one. You know what's going to make him pick the right one? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably going to be his pocket. Um, but I have to tell you, all of them amazing. Uh, all of them are amazing. I remember I drove uh, late late last year, I drove the new Subaru Forester. Yeah, And it had been a long time since I had sampled a Subaru product. And I was blown away. I was totally, totally blown away. So uh, the, the answer is quite easy. All of them, definitely all good buys. If he's looking at a forever car, a car that he's going to own for the next 7 sure. to 12 or even 15 years, there's no car that sticks out there more than the other. They're all solid, solid cars.
1: It's interesting you say that because when it comes to mileage, you know, we used to get to like hundred thousand K's, and oh, we you know the service plan's running out, and yeah, oh, we're not yeah. sure <laughs> if this is going to make it. But SUVs
0: do. Yeah, SUVs can go for long But it also, it's also provided that you look after them as well right. um, Service them at the right intervals, etc Change tires, when you need to change tires, etc But obviously after the, uh, the the maintenance plan Or the service plan is due That's when you've got to pay uh, additional attention And you've also got to take additional warranty on In case something major does break I mean, if a car has got 285,000 uh, um, kil- kilometers mm. on the clock And the gearbox seems to be having an issue You, you can't blame blame it on the car i mean uh, it's it's been around for some time so if you have a plan that's under warranty chances are the warranty covers at least 70 to 80 percent of the of the repair and you pay only 20 percent of that so always find a balance between the two there is nothing wrong with old cars in fact you know i'm I'm a big fan of, of old cars
1: you are right? <laughs> i've seen the car park actually tato in Randburg. hey tato yeah how's it bruce Mm, good. It's Ray speaking. You drive an Audi A5. Oh, a- sorry, Ray. Sorry, man. Hey, You guys, you sound the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. I need to see something about that, actually. Tato, tell us about your Audi
0: A5. Yeah, I, mean, I drive an Audi A5. Um, I just checked now. It's a 2013 Jacob. Uh, it's an A5 Sportback 2-liter TDI. It's currently on 150 kilometers. 2-liter TDI Sportback, eh? Spot bag, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just going down onto the... 2013, yeah. 2-liter uh, two TDI. Is that the Multitronic? Is it automatic? Multitronic. Multitronic automatic, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'm just finding it here. Okay, cool. So the trade on the car is one sixty-four one hundred, And retail yeah. retail is one ninety-seven seven hundred. Okay. So what did you say your mileage is? 150 150 okay yeah i think anywhere between um on the trade price anywhere between the the 161.50 would make sense and then on a mm. on the selling it on your own around the 171.80 mark would make sense remember it all depends okay. also on overall look and and feel of the car how it's been looked after yeah no
1: all right thank Tato. You. good stuff thank you Tato Tato in randberg wayne in rudderport hi wayne yeah, hi. I just wanted to get um,
0: uh, the opinion on the new Ferrari SUV. It goes for over three hundred thousand euros. <laughs> the, wow. The purest song. Uh, listen, I've got, I've got no opinions on cars that I've only seen on pictures or videos, etc. So one day when I do get to see it in the flesh, hopefully I'll be going to Monaco someday soon. Who knows? I'm just wow. throwing that out in the universe. <laughs> I'll be able to, I'll be able to to give you my two cents. But I got to give Ferrari the kudos for actually building a car. Um, that, that now that now fights with the likes of the the Bentagas and the and the Lamborghini Urus et cetera, and even the Porsche Cayenne, if you might say. Um, yes. I, I can't wait to see how how it performs in terms of sales in South Africa. But uh, yeah, I, I, the, the best I can say is from what I see on the pictures, hmm, it looks decent. Oh, there
1: we yeah. go. Yeah, lovely, Wayne. Years, years ago, when the TT came out, I, I the TT, and my wife had the SC. It was right, right about the two thousand. And that car was amazing because you could not spin it. I mean, you put your foot flat, and you could hear yeah, the microprocessors adjusting the
0: power in the wheels. Wow. So you, it was incredible. Yeah, the technology incredible. there is uh, yeah, is far ahead. And that TT is now a, a very special car, Future Classic specifically. Oh, The wow. 3.2, 3. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the design of that car um, yeah. has been designed like no other. So if you have one, hey, don't, don't let it go too quickly.
1: Very nice. Zane in Bedford View. Hi, Zane. Hi, uh, yes, uh, I would like to get some details on my car, please. Mm, go for it. I have a 2013 uh, Audi S4 Avant. All right, okay. Ooh, S4
0: Avant. 2013. Yeah, you don't see those every day. That's very nice. Are you looking at selling, Zane?
1: Uh, well, the price is right.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what it all boils down to, hey, the price. <laughs> uh, look... Uh, the, My, the mileage is around one thirty. Okay, cool. Now tell me something: Is yours a, a three liter TFSI? That's right, supercharged. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I was trying to see you; like I, I couldn't get it yet. But then when you say that, uh, gotcha. you. Uh, the price on the car: this is what you're looking at at the moment. So, the, so these are estimated. And funny enough, the system called uh, AutoBid actually lets you know that these are actually based mainly on. On, on popularity and All availability. Right. It's always market related. But what I have here, the trade price is $301,200. Okay. And then the retail I have as 349 Oh, brilliant. Uh, Zane, uh, please leave your numbers with uh, Mongyezi there at the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody wants to buy your car, me thinks. <laughs> Just somebody here. Zane, there we go. Level in Pretoria. high Level.
0: Hi, hi. Uh, mine is a 2017 Kia Sorento 2.2D alt It's uh five-seater. Okay. okay. 2017 Kia Sorento, right? I need a price, yeah, because the guys that uh, want to buy it, I think they are knocking me. <laughs> well, Sorry, can you just give me that spec again? It's a 2.2 diesel, hey? Yeah, 2.2D, and, and I think it's an... Uh, a L T L S or A dash. Alice, Alice. Okay, I've got LS Automatic coming up here, which should make sense. Uh, the, the trade on the car, you're looking at 240 on the nose. Uh huh. And then retail, you're looking at 274. Wow! <laughs> yes, but <laughs> wait. Was Lebo, Lebo, what's your mileage? Oh, yeah, mileage. I guess that is where my issue comes in. One nine seven nine three nine. Yeah, that's considered high mileage for a 2017 car. The nice thing is, the car is a car that people would look at that you can still finance, obviously going forward. But if you're getting offered anything around, geez, if you're getting anything uh, offered around two hundred to I think you should still take it and run. If you can play in the two hundred region, I think it's fair.
1: Okay there we go okay thank you thank you you guys are amazing thank you <laughs> Stop, <brother. laughs> ah, lovely level. okay maybe okay one more caller let's go to palessa in santon hi palessa
0: hi hi ray how are you
1: good go for it
0: good um so i have a hi jacob i have a 2013 jeep cherokee 3.7 jeep Cher- cherokee limited um i it's been driving fine, but one day the engine just bust up. so, I just want to know because I've actually never explored this, how do you sell a car? that age um, with over 120 mileage, um, yeah, without an engine. Can you get any value for it? Sure. Oof. Yeah, look, look, it's one of those, uh, the scrapyard guys will definitely take in terms of getting the parts out of sure. it. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you'd, you'd have to like look around and phone around. Um, I'll leave my email address, so drop me an email, and let's see what okay. we can do. Uh, d- is yours the Jeep Cherokee or is it the Compass? Sorry, you said Cherokee. It's,
1: it's the 2013 one, the old one, the Limited, to so the skinny one.
0: Uh, so you know is it petrol or diesel? It's petrol. Okay, so I think it's a Cherokee 3.7 liter just yes, to double is. check. there we go. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. we need specs like that. You can't just say 20, 30 <laughs> I did. But anyway. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So just. just,
1: I would appreciate that, yeah. uh,
0: Out of context, the trade on the car is around 120 and the retail is around 150. So at least that gives you a mark on what the car would be worth if it was moving. Yeah. uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll drop my
0: email. It's jmoshokwa at gmail.com.
1: There we go. Thank you, Jacob Moshokwa. Good to finally chat to you on the wireless, not to see you in the car park.